Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. Now from the BizTalk studios, here is Gary Kaltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaltbaum, I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. We're nearing the end of January already. It is January 26, Friday, 2024. Hope you're having a good, good day. Uh, hmm. Where shall I begin? You know, usually we have this little entrance into the show. Yeah, okay. If you don't get this show in your city, this radio show, we'll post it at GaryK.com. We'll also post it on our Twitter feed, which is now X. You should follow us on Twitter because we're very charming and sarcastic there, as we are here. Uh, and if you want to email me, just be nice, which I'll get into in about a second. And just remember, this is Investor's Edge. This is serious talk about you and everything that affects you. The markets, the economy, jobs, <sighs> deficit. Uh, forget the rest of that stuff. Let's stay on a good note. First... Remember I said nice emails? Every now and then, I got to tell you, it's every now and then we get a nasty email. We hardly get nasty emails anymore. But I want to single out Harvey and Verna Duncan of Sonora, California, sent me the nicest email that I've had in a few weeks. So I just want to say a big hello to them. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the kind comments, and uh, this show is especially for you. Next. The things we do on this show besides the markets, and that's our forte, all intertwine with the markets. Every now and then, I will get emails, Gary, come on. Why are you talking about this? Why are you talking about that? Well, if you don't know that as we move forward, immigration is going to affect this country. And a clear, you have a president that doesn't give a crap. Unless, unless, if you take all these migrants and just put them within a quarter mile of his home in Delaware. You see, that's what's going on, going on in certain states. You got these things with this called sanctuary cities until they got the migrants. All of a sudden, how dare you? So every now and then I will read something. And I think the immigration thing is gargantuan. Because we still have another 10 months and possibly another four years of somebody who does not give a crap about our borders and in case you don't know maybe you don't know this you're not a country without your borders in case you don't know this you know all this story about israel and gaza and how bad israel is go look at the what egypt did at their borders so nobody from gaza can get into egypt king kong couldn't get over their fences and their barbed wires while here i think about this Texas puts up a blockade to stop all this from coming in. And the president of the United States, the man who was supposed to defend the citizenry, doesn't give a crap. Went to court and for some reason the court sides where they have to take it down. You know what Texas did today? They shot the middle finger back and they're putting more up. Why? 
The same reason why these sanctuary cities, these blue cities, can't take it anymore. It's, it's an abyss. I can't stand Donald Trump. I think I'd take him right now. Because I'm pretty sure he'd do something about it. And before one of you say, oh, you're a racist and you hate immigrants. I love immigrants. Come one, come all. But it's got to be controlled. Does anybody even know who's coming across? Do you know how many gotaways there are? Do you know what a gotaway is? It means they got away and we don't know whether they're bad. We don't know whether they're good. And I'm pretty darn sure most of them coming over just want a better life, leaving wherever they are because wherever they are sucks. But if there's only one bad person and decides to murder 10 people, it's a bad thing. We have no control. The president of the United States has no control of the borders and more importantly is doing nothing about it and is lying about it and has his press secretary up there lying about it. I'm surprised her nose isn't going through the camera. So the immigration matters, but I got to read this. I'm not going to mention where I got it from. I'm just going to read this because I think this person's listening to my radio show. You ready? Imagine being the President of the United States and waking up today. You're told that every single day for the last three plus years, thousands of unknown, unvetted migrants have illegally crossed our border and are being released into the country. Millions and millions of people in just a couple of years under your term. It's gotten to a point where states, politicians, and Americans across the political spectrum are demanding action and begging for help. City shelters are full, budgets are being cut, U.S. citizens feel unsafe, and many illegal migrants are being arrested for crimes including theft, drugs, and even murder. Imagine you're the president, you've been made aware of this national crisis every day, every single day, and you just do nothing. Most people would react with shock and urgency. How could this be happening? Seal the border, send the National Guard down there, but no, nothing, not even an effort. In fact, not only has President Biden done absolutely nothing with his own executive authority, but he has actually ordered his administration to sue Texas and block them from attempting to stop the mass illegal immigration on their own. He then blames it on not having more money or resources from Congress, even though that would do absolutely nothing to stop this crisis but let me just stop right there that's the biggest freaking lie on earth we'll get to that in a little bit what my democrat friends need to understand is that you could have a million more border agents and endless funding but if the plan and policy is still to let them cross the border illegally and release them into the u.s nothing will change that would actually just speed up the disaster that is currently happening and encourage even more illegal immigration more funding and resources for the same broken policy is not a solution it's truly hard to comprehend what is happening it's an absolute failure of leadership leadership and i'm honestly not sure how it, it is in treason at this point now I haven't used the word treason. I think he should be impeached. I think he should be impeached by not protecting the citizenry of this country. Impeach his ass. I'm serious. And you know me. I'm not like that. I'm not into this extreme whatever. But my goodness gracious, and I don't even live in Texas or Southern Texas or Arizona or these other places. I wouldn't want to live down there right now. Do you know that 
these people are sleeping in people's backyards. Imagine if you're a homeowner. What do you do? Joe Biden's doing nothing. Do you know they're getting put anywhere around the United States and you don't know it? Joe Biden's doing nothing. And lying about it. He's the worst president we ever had and we just had Donald Trump. It's silly season. It's silly season. And I'm glad Texas is telling the White House to go screw. We've never had a... We've had presidents that have been bad on the border. We've never had it like this. This man is a nightmare. And you know, you want... The the talk is, oh, he wants him here for votes. That ain't even going to happen. So I'm trying to think, is, is, is he just delusional? I'm happy Texas is sending these people to different states and sanctuary cities. Let them all feel the wrath. And maybe something will get done. I got news for you. If I was the president, it'd be stopped. It would be stopped. And people would be able to come in in a more controlled fashion. I know people that it took years, time, sweat, crying, tears, lawyers, money, and got their green card after years. Oh, darn. Maybe they should have just crossed the Rio Grande and walked in and got the paid, their health care paid for. California's letting them in and taking care of all of them. While they're screwing their own uh, homeless people. It's insanity. I've never seen. I call myself Mr. Logic. They make it so easy. For just to be logical. And I bring this up because. What is this going to mean to the country and to the economy? I had somebody email. Yo, we need people picking fruit. Shut up. Up next, we'll tie a bow on it in the markets. That's up next. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kalbaum, host of the nationally syndicated radio show, Investor's Edge. We're not just handsome radio people. We manage investors' money for a living, specializing in fee-based discretionary money management. No big commissions, just a fee on the assets that's managed. We also provide a full range of personalized services, including retirement planning, fixed income, and educational needs all to assist you in achieving your financial goals. Understanding not all individuals have the same needs will carefully evaluate your personal goals to determine a proper investment strategy. If your current approach to investing is not getting you to where you would like to be, call us to make an appointment for a complimentary portfolio review. The number to call is 888-422-5559. That's 888-422-5559. That's 888-422-5559. Investment advisory services 
offered through Kaltbaum Capital Management. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And, and let me finish it up. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Whig Party, Independent, does not matter to me. It's just sheer insanity. And if you have 15 minutes of your time this weekend, read how many are here now. Read about New York City and how much they are taking money out of the budget of necessity to pay for these people coming in, putting them in hotels and apartments. How California is paying taxpayer, taking taxpayer dollars and taking care of them. You have to remember something. They're committing a crime coming in here. It's called illegal immigration. And unfortunately, the media is complicit with it when they report the border problem right now they don't even mention the name biden not freaking once when trump did his stupidity with the kids in the cages they ripped the stuffings out of this guy 24 7 they msnbc which is dnc msdnc couldn't get enough of it. CNN ripped Trump like crazy. Not a freaking word. Kids are dying. Kids are in cages. Families are dead. People are dying on the backs of trucks. They're drowning. Not a word. President Biden, what the hell are you going to do about this? Do you think one freaking question is being asked about the pre- to the President of the United States? The man we're supposed to hold to account, the man that the media is supposed to hold to account, not a thing. Now, I got news for you. I'm sitting here in Central Florida. I'm not feeling the brunt. But Texas and other border states are part of the United States of America, so we all feel the brunt. And we have a present United States. That's got his finger up his nose, picking the boogers. Okay, that was ridiculous. You get my point. It's it's insanity. And this same guy, the past 12 months, 2.7 trillion debt. Do you know this year... trillion of federal spending, Joe Biden federal spending. That's more than the big COVID years. All that spending on COVID. We're a slush fund. Oh, the economy's bad. You give me 6.8 trillion and I'll get you 10% GDP. We move on. How's your day? The Dow was up 60. So you had this little changing of course today. The best 
pulled back. Others rallied up. I'm going to start with oils. Remember what we said yesterday? Wasn't by accident. And this is what we do best. We said to yesterday, we're just letting you know, we think oil prices turned the corner. Turned up. Interesting enough, they were down early and finished up. Oil stocks were down early and finished up. So, as we always state when we say to you something like this, we do not know how long it lasts. We do not know how far it goes. We're just letting you know there is a pretty good chance a change of complexion in oils. Now, there's really no leadership in the stocks. What we mean by leadership, we're looking for launching pads first, since really nothing has gone up in any way, shape, or form. But we're looking for launching pads. That means a stock's been trading range and breaks out of it. I have one name called Scorpio Tankers. It's a pipeline. What we've been telling you, while the oils have been weak, the pipelines have actually been pretty good. That's on the move. Something like that. Uh, what's the other one? Symbol TNK, TK Tankers, a pipeline right near New Yearly Highs. So some pipelines are there. But mainstream stuff is just bouncing up, rallying up. And still, a lot of them still weighed down. I think we mentioned Petrobras yesterday. Brazil base, yeah, we did. Up another 2% today, whoopee-doo. But still up. We mentioned uh, WFRD, I believe. That was actually flat today. Needs to break out. So we're on oils watch. Now, I'm a growth stock guy, but just remember, if oil prices go up, guess what happens to the earnings? Of oil companies, for the most part, they grow. And you got to recognize commodities moves commodity stocks. So just letting you know, wanted to start with the oils. What was not so good today was the semis. Now, first off, the semis needed to pull back. The semiconductor ETF, when, uh, the, the SOX itself, went from a low of 4,000 last Wednesday... The 45.50, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 days. It needed a pullback anyhow. It got an excuse. KLA 10 Core was down 42 bucks today on their woeful earnings. Lamb Research, which was up on the even wo more woeful earnings, was down 26 in sympathy. Applied Materials down 6 in sympathy. Intel cough went up, and man, the CEO should have a talking to because they should have pre-announced the numbers of uh let's see what's the day they should have pre-announced the numbers two weeks ago that's horse crap so rough day and we measure uh, broadcom one of our faves and we this is a name we owned and we sold down a bunch yesterday much higher pulled back two percent no biggie but nvidia less than one percent amd yeah, about 1.7%. So not a big deal. But we'll be on watch because we never want to see bad reaction to earnings. And guess what we have been telling you about a bunch of these semis? The earnings stink. And they still kept going up. In the hope that, or in the thought process, oh, things are going to get better. And we know by some names they will. 
Taiwan Semi announced an acceleration in our, in sales. Smith Micro, well, that's not really Semi. That's more in the uh, computer software and stuff. Anyway, you get the point. So rough day semis down 130. Let's call it about 3%. That didn't help. So while the Dow was up 60, the NASDAQ down 55, and the NASDAQ 100 down a juicy 96. So not a great day. Now next week, let me prep you. I know I have it here somewhere. Yes, I just found it. Are you ready? No, that was this week. I'll find it in a second, so let me just say, big movers today will be up next, and then next week's earnings, if I find it. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Kaltbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. Uh, some movers I want you to know about. On today, off of earnings... American Express up a big 13 today. It's a big move for American Express. Pretty damn good numbers, too. I was quite impressed. Just letting you know. Symbol BAH. Booz Allen. Big breakout today on minus 4% earnings. What have I said to you here? Hey, I just report what's going on. What can I tell you? And something I saw yesterday, earnings, but was not impressed, LVMH, you know what they are, luxury goods. They reported 8% drop in earnings, 7% growth of sales, a deceleration. Stock was up strong yesterday, about 10, 15 bucks. It opened up 11 again today to 167. So they're definitely in there buying that. Some names I'm watching for next week. Just letting you know. Airbnb. The hotel stocks have been pretty decent. Airbnb is in a big, long trading range. Looks like it wants to move out. Don't know yet, but big volume today. Numbers look pretty decent. A lot of insider selling doesn't thrill, but okay. Uh, Eli Lilly, they report in 11 days. I think it may be setting up to breaking out. Chipotle, another one that reports in 11 days. Feels like that one may want to break out too. So, there's some things going on. Even with a wicked pullback today in some things. Strength in the oils today. Strengthen some of the retail. Strengthen some commodities. Uh, it was mixed bag in uh, financials. The big story today was icky in semiconductors. Now, China, 
woke up a little bit this week. I'm not impressed. At all. Not even thinking about it. Bunch of people are talking about it. I'm not. We're just mentioning. Next week, are you ready? Let's start with Friday and work our way backwards. Next Friday, Chevron, oil stock in the Dow. Regeneron, a very important uh, biotech. Thursday, after the close, Winds Resorts. Excuse me, I take that back. Thursday after the close. I knew that was wrong. You ready for Thursday after the close? Amazon. Apple. Do I need to even go further? But Decker's been a strong stock. Facebook. Think about this. Apple, Amazon, and Facebook all reporting at the same time after the close next Thursday. By the way, a day after the Fed does their thing. Should be an interesting end of next week. Before the open Thursday. Are you ready? Just looking for the ones. There's a few. Honeywell in the Dow. Merck in the Dow. Royal Caribbean, strongest cruise line. Tractor Supply. After the close, Wednesday, Aflac, the Duck, Canadian Pacific, C.H. Robinson, two very important transport names, Meritage, Home Builder, MetLife, Qualcomm and Cuervo, two important semiconductors, Waste Connections, that group's been pretty good. Before the open, ADP, Avery Dennison. By the way, where's Microsoft? MasterCard. Roper, Silicon Labs, Thermo Fisher. I know Microsoft is in here somewhere. Okay, how about after the close Tuesday? Advanced micro devices in Google and Microsoft. Holy crap. Also Starbucks and Teradyne and Stryker. So we're just letting you know next week, listen carefully. Amazon. Apple, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft are reporting next week. That's 32% of the NASDAQ 100. We can safely tell you we have absolutely no clue how things are going to be reacted to. We are sure they'll probably hit the number or beat the number. What I am most interested in is Apple because quite the few are down on it. But boy, oh boy, it's come back up in a huff as three... Analysts decided, wait a minute, it's starting to move again. I got to get on it. If Apple, off its earnings, listen carefully. If Apple, off their earnings, gaps up past 200, you will know I'm buying it. It hit 198.23 in July. It hit 199.62 in December. So we're talking very close, a break above. But, again, we have no clue what the story is and what they're going to report. I do know this. Estimates are for them to report growth in earnings. 
and that's muy importante. We'll give it that. They're not the strongest growth of earnings, but growth of earnings. Estimates. By the way, estimates are for them to do. You ready for the quarter? $118 billion. But that's a 0% sales growth year over year. They've had no sales growth the last four quarters. We'll see if they can beat that. You may want to mark that down. Why? We're kind of sounding like we did with NVIDIA. Remember NVIDIA, we said if it breaks above 506, if Apple gets through 200, and it would be on a gap, that would be one hell of an entry. With stops underneath, as always, because you know our first motto. When wrong, be wrong fast and be wrong small. We own one stock right now that's underwater by like 1.7%. We're already on stopwatch. Why? Because we have a bunch of 20% gainers. Make 20, lose 2. That is one great recipe for making good money. That's what we call management of money. And of course, just so you know, with NVIDIA, we stopped out one time. It, we thought it was breaking out a few weeks before, and it failed. We got out, lost, I think, one point something percent. And then boom, up 20 in weeks. And let's hope it goes more. Advanced declines today, Bleh. oil up, yields, 10-year at 4.16. Crypto had a good bounce today. Remember what we told you about crypto, 30,000 crypto coins are zero. Be careful. We're not saying it's not going to a million and a half like Kathy Wood, who's down 70-some-odd percent, says it will. But somebody's going to have to pay $1,499,999.99 to get to $1.5 million. People tend to forget the little things in life. And I'm still waiting for one person to tell me how to put a valuation on crypto. Bueller? Anyone? One person. Earnings? Sales? Growth? What? catching my drift and if you don't believe me about the 30,000 coins go look it up and boy they came out with some funny names too just realize those were people trying to foist crap onto you in order to be the next great coin and look what's happened and they're still out there touting you and shouting at you. What's that Dogecoin doing? Dogecoin, Dogecoin price. Let's see what that's at. It's at eight cents. Went from zero to seventy cents. It's at eight cents now. Lovely. I have no idea why it's eight cents. Up next, this, that, and the other thing. Whatever else, this is the one only Investor's Edge.
You're listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investor's Edge with Gary Caldwell. So, uh, we started with this immigration thing today because I have to tell you, I'm just stunned. The I, I don't even know what word to use. The utter utter collusion between the media and this administration on immigration is sickening. I have the greatest of memories. Trump, again, with the kids in cages, it was a 24-7 festival on CNN, MSNBC, and some of this other New York Times and stuff, Trump, he hates, he hates immigrants. Look at the kids. How dare he? And I mean, they went after him like piranhas. Not a freaking word. Not a question. Of the leader of the free world in the defense of his country and its borders to the point where even his friends and frenemies are ripping him to shreds. Now beats the hell out of me what the Supreme Court's thinking and telling Texas they can't defend their border. Couldn't care less. Texas has had enough. They're ignoring it. Good on them. And the lame excuse, money and the Republican Party, this president is spending $6.88 trillion this year with $2.7 trillion of debt. And he doesn't have money? That $2.7 trillion of debt in the last 12 months, that was the whole budget of the year 2007. That's a financial crime in itself. You take his crappy foreign policy, what he did in Afghanistan, which was a nightmare. Just these two things. And you know what they're talking about? Well, the stock market's at a high and the economy's good. Well, guess what? The economy is us, not them. The GDP is a stat. And the reason why the stat is up because $6.8 trillion of government spending with $2.7 trillion of debt. We're going to have to talk about this more going forward 
This is untenable. It's stunning. It's earth-shattering. And may I repeat, we don't want to talk like this. We'd rather be complimenting them, giving them credit. But this charade and this mirage brought to you by a government that is expanding like the movie The Blob. You ever see that movie? The Blob went from street to street and kept growing and growing and growing, feeding on itself with nothing to get in its way. And let me say for the record, the Republicans enabled them. The Republicans should have shot him down with that budget. And they signed off on it. Thus, we can't stand them either. But that said, as we segue back, we will continue to find the leaders, tell you to avoid the laggards. If new things show up that may be like the oils, maybe, we're not there yet. We'll let you know. If we don't think a move is for real, like China, we'll let you know. And as earnings come through, we'll let you know what's really sticking out and why. We are still worried about a bunch of earnings reports that really stink, but the stocks are going up. Maybe there's going to be heck to pay, or maybe the earnings are going to go boffo to the upside in the coming quarters. We'll be on it. We'll let you know. Just keep your feet on the ground. I know I sound a lot negative here, but I'm just stating facts. But if the market keeps going up, we will not ignore. We do not let bad news and what we think of these leaders get in the way of bullish phases, wherever they may be. We have no bias in the markets except for what the markets show us. A photo album looking for familiar faces. As we have told you, if you do your study and focus and learn the characteristics of bull and bear markets, uptrends and downtrends, you'll be in the game. As we tell you, we pride ourselves in never being in any downtrends or bear market stocks. And if we catch just a few uptrends, all be well. We've had a real good January. Should have been better. Couple of things I did not play, I'm banging myself on the head. We'll learn from it. You all have a great weekend. I'll be at the Royal Rumble tomorrow night in Tampa, St. Petersburg. Drive carefully, and when you get home, do like we do.
make sure you hug your family and you hug your children. You will feel better. You will, they will feel better. And if you got a nice little doggy, give it a big hug. Bye-bye, all. This has been Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum on BizTalk. To listen to past episodes or to get in contact with Gary, go to GaryK.com. That's GaryK.com.